You know, one of the most uh, fashionable and popular exports of the whole tradition is what the West calls meditation. Mm -hmm. But we don't have a word like that and we don't, it doesn't coincide with one word, but so many different things collapse into meditation. So please tell us, uh, starting with dhyan, pratyahar, pranayam, samadhi, so many words, what do they mean and how they are different from each other? And therefore, they can't just all be collapsed as meditation. Yeah, these days it's uh, fashion to call everything as a meditation. But uh, all these words, they have their specific meaning, especially in the field of Yoga Shastra or Yoga Sutras. So, Pratyahar is, you cannot translate it as meditation. It actually means that you retract your senses from sense objects. The word Ahara means to take in, to ingest, mm. or like food. Mm. Sometimes Ahara is translated as food. But food is something which we eat, but every sense has its own food. So, pratyā means just opposite of that, you know, that the senses are going outside, so you control them and restrain them. So, that is pratyahara. So, similarly, you have pranayama. So, sometimes pranayama is also called meditation. So, that is not uh, really the translation of this word. Pranayama is that you control prana. And prana is not just air or breath. It is a very subtle type of shakti which is carried through the uh, air. It is actually beyond, if you know the Sankhya metaphysics, it is even beyond ahankara. Mm -hmm. It is at the level of mahatattva, this prana. comes from prakriti. So that is what is pervading the whole universe. Mm -hmm. And it is from prana that things happen, the food has prana, the air has prana, the water has prana. So to control that, one way is through the control of your breath. And breath and mind and prana, they are all interrelated because all the functions in our body, they are actually controlled by prana. The shakti is coming from that. That's why we need, you can get that shakti from even sun. You know, there are some, some yogi, sun yogis, they don't eat. They can get all the energy from there, from the air, very important to breathe, and the food and the water is necessary for life. So that's why sometimes prana is translated as vital air, mm. because it's very vital for your life. But it is not air actually. So pranayama is that process. Then you have dharana, dhyana, samadhi. Mm. So dharana is when you fix your mind on one object mm. and you cannot do that, so your you, mind will run here and there, so you try to fix that. So that is dharana, to hold it there. And dhyana is when your mind has actually become fixed and your mind is not wavering to anything else. You are just focused on one, whether it is a sound or a visible object. So that is called dhyana. And then samadhi is a higher state of that that you are completely focused up to that extent that you even lose the awareness of that you are meditating and you have an object of meditation. So that state is called Samadhi. So these are all different levels of the practice of Yoga Sadhana. And if you just call everything as a meditation, then it loses their basic meaning. Meditation is a practice where an individual operates or trains the mind or induces 
a mode of consciousness either to realize some benefit or for the mind to simply acknowledge its content without becoming identified with that content or as an end in itself the term meditation refers to a broad variety of practices that include techniques designed to promote relaxation you see that is also called meditation <coughs> build internal energy or life force chi ki prana etc and develop compassion love patience generosity and forgiveness <laughs> so these are all their understanding i mean developing love compassion all that is not merit is not the, the, what we call dhyana samadhi yeah. those are the effects of it right they will come as a result of doing all this yeah things. naturally if your mind becomes focused and you pratyahara you already done so you are not into sense pleasures and you, you will not do violence because ahimsa is already yama for no right so because that creates disturbance to the mind as a karmic reaction so you know the westerners have the term reductionism which they use uh, to uh, accuse somebody who is taking a, a spectrum of meanings context and collapsing it into something very simple and they accuse us of reductionism but actually this collapsing all of these different meanings into meditation is a very serious reductionism yes therefore it is better to use the sanskrit word itself yes. once yes. you translate it then you are well then... if there are n different things going on and each got its own term each has a purpose right there's a purpose for it yes. so in the training you cannot just say i'm learning meditation you you can say i'm learning pranayama and you can then say i'm learning pratyahar right. so you are learning each of those so it's like in a, there are different medicines to do different things and you can't just mix all of them and say this is the one medicine replacing all 5 or 10 or whatever each process in this system has its own purpose and its own discipline and it ought to be taught by itself and the teacher has to check make sure check that you doing this particular thing correctly so whereas if you replace it with meditation it's almost That, like very trivializing the whole yeah, thing yeah and everything has a very specific definition yes all these words are very clearly defined right so you have to understand that and right. then only you make progress right otherwise you don't know what you are doing actually are you doing japa you are doing pratyahara or you are doing what are you doing yeah and which one to do for what purpose what effect it has how to do it is and, very distinct and i don't know at where do i stand am i making progress or not if i right. don't know the distinction then solve meditation right good that's very good yes. thank you